Hey everyone, thanks for listening to this podcast. Um, I'm glad that you are here. Um, this is again a podcast where I share a part of my keynote presentation. Um, this is a story about how uh, companies can uh, fight against big technology companies and what different strategies are that you can use in a world dominated by technology companies. Enjoy this new podcast, everyone. 87% of the Amazon clients now compare every company with Amazon standards. If you're B2B, people expect you to be like Amazon. This is the new standard. And this is creating a devil's dilemma for many companies. Huh? What do we need to do? How do we need to work with this world where you have these tech platforms that dominate so much? Do we need to work together with them? Do we need to fight for our own direct relationship? Or do we should, should we do a full force attack? Uh, and, and the cool thing is you see more and more companies that do a full force attack. It's the hard game. It's putting all your money on the table. Uh, I like the battle between Disney and Netflix, for instance. Uh, Disney said a few months ago, we're going to cancel our deal with Netflix. A multi-million dollar deal, we're going to cancel it. And a few weeks after that, Disney announced that they bought Fox Media for $52 billion. And now Disney is, has the biggest content library of the world. And then they said, okay, now we're going to launch our own streaming service. Will this work? I don't know. I don't have a clue. Disney is a fantastic brand. They have fantastic content, but they have no zero subscribers in, in their streaming services. Netflix has 125 million subscribers, and it's also a fantastic brand. Will they win? I don't know. The only thing I see is a lot of chips on the table. This is a big bet that is being taken place. Uh, look at the car industry, the German car manufacturers versus the tech players. Uh, you see that BMW, Audi, Mercedes are bundling their forces to fight against Google and Apple. They bought the mapping division of Nokia, so they don't need the mapping services of Google and Apple when they're going to have autonomous vehicles. Uh, Toyota said, ah, we're going to work together with Alexa. We're going to bring Alexa in cars. They announced that a few months ago. The guys at Mercedes said, we will never do that. Huh? We're going to create our own voice assistant. And I think it's pretty smart, because if you look at the data sources in the world, you've got your mobile phone, you've got your house, and you've got your car. And I do a lot of work for Mercedes, and one of their top people in Europe said, you know what, if we give away the data of that car to Amazon, then we, we, we lose the most valuable part of that car. It's not about the car anymore, it's about the data that car produces. In the future, that will be the most important part. So we're going to do it ourselves. So you see a number of companies that go all in. The truth is they're pretty big companies. The truth is sometimes even Mercedes has to work together with BMW and Audi, their key competitors, to have enough leverage. So this is really interesting. The, the truth is most companies cannot do that fight. Most companies have to choose between working together with the tech giants and investing in their own brand relationship. And usually the outcome is let's do both. Let's work together with them and at the same time let's fight them. And let's, let's make, keep this devil's dilemma alive. But it's impossible not to work together with these guys because people you know, communicate their entire life on it, they buy everything on it, they trust them because these guys usually take their promise, keep their promises and so on. And there's a lot of criticism on those companies. But if you look to the market and you ask people which brands are your, the brands that you would, would be the most difficult to go without, it's Amazon, Google, Facebook. Market has chosen. And these guys are, are like magnets. Huh? They're trying to get in between you and your market. This is my favorite cartoon at the moment. Huh? 
A consumer wants to buy Kleenex, and Amazon says, oh, I would go for the Amazon uh, facial tissues. No, 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 Kleenex. Amazon Basics is 50% cheaper. I said, Kleenex, here's the weather for Phoenix. So they're going to do whatever they can. I think this is, this is fantastic. Huh? <clears throat> they're going to do whatever they can to get in between you and the customer. And this is the, the reality in many industries. Huh? You've got different, a new brand hierarchy. You've got the tech giants and you've got the others. And usually the question is, how do you compete on the B level? How do you, how do you create your own brand relationship, your own customer relationship in a world dominated by technology? And it won't be a surprise if I tell you we need to be as obsessed with convenient thinking as those tech giants. That's, that's the bottom of the pyramid. If we do not do that, all the other stuff that we do is not getting the impact that it deserves. Another thing that we need to steal from the tech giants is doing marketing to machines. Marketing and sales hasn't changed. Huh? We're just fighting over customers and we want to win the business of customers. And we win some and we lose some. What is changing is that the audience is changing. The more decisions that will be taken by algorithms, the better we have to become in doing marketing to machines. The machines are becoming part of the marketing audience. So if you ask me in the day after tomorrow, of course, we're still going to do marketing to people, of course. But at the same time, we're going to need that new skill to do marketing to algorithms, to make sure that the algorithm suggests us and takes our products and our service seriously to make sure that we get a good proposition towards the, um, towards the client. I mean, if you look at dating sites, this is what they do, eh? do the perfect matchmaking. Everyone makes sure that they look good on dating sites. This will become crucial for every company to make sure you look good on the dating platform that Amazon is creating. Marketing to machines. These two parts is basically copy-pasting what the tech giants do. This is what they do. Now, what the fun part is, let's add something on top of that. Let's add leveraging our own strengths. Every company in the world has strengths that the tech giants do not have. But we don't use them enough. And I want to show you the, the case of Walmart. I think Walmart is brilliant. Uh, Walmart went to Google and said, Google, you're suffering from Amazon. We're suffering from Amazon. You've got a smart speaker. We've got stores. If we can blend those two, we can fight back. And that works. That works. And then Walmart said, hey, what else do we have that Amazon has not? Stores. They got a zillion stores, but they were using them in the wrong way. Because if people buy something online and they pick it up in the store, those people have to wait in line, sometimes 10 minutes before they walk out with the package. So now these guys said, let's place the, the most easy to use pickup machines in the world in our stores. Huge pickup machines. People scan their package and 30 seconds later they have it. Uh, Zara is doing the same thing in Spain. Huge machines, you scan, you got your package. Walmart is investing in 30 seconds returns so that people can return products in a more convenient way than with Amazon thanks to their offline platform that they have. What else does Walmart have more than Amazon? That is people. They got 1.4 million employees. Can you imagine that? That's 2.5 times the number of people that live in Luxembourg. And they said all those employees, they drive home every single night. What if we would ask them to deliver packages on their way home to customers that bought something? And we'll make that a triple win. Uh, we pay those employees per package that they drop off. They make some extra money on the way home. And uh, customers get the package earlier. 
than when they buy with Amazon. And it's even better for the environment because you don't need a separate van to drop off the packages. That car is driving home anyway. And that leveraging their strengths, it is paying off. Walmart is like the only retailer in the US that is recovering from what Amazon did to the market. All others lost between 20 and 90% of their value. These guys are keeping a stand because they're using their own strengths. And at the same time, they're working together with the tech giants. And it's that combination that really works well. And in my opinion, this is how you can get ready for that day after tomorrow. You got the investment tracks, you have the new competitive mindset, and it helps you to create that relationship with your customers for the day after tomorrow.